Radio Season 2, Episode 14. I'm your host, Carl. I'm joined once again in the... Sol- <laughs> oh, it's not salubrious. It's oh, salubrious, yeah, yeah. The palatial, palatial Rebel Scum yeah. Radio. Uh, um, what, what do you even call this room? The VR room. The VR room. It's by real. Real. No, it's where we, this, this podcast is bit being done in VR right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Jonathan. How are you? G'day. G'day, you're about to fly off to yeah, can't wait. About to fly off to the motherland in Sri Lanka. Back to the mothership. Unfortunately, the weather's not so hot. No. Nah. It's hot today, <laughs> but the moment I land, it's thunderstorms. Well, plenty of uh, time to spend indoors. It's the monsoon season. Yes, a little bit of indoor <laughs> yeah. action. And indoor activity. Indoor activity. So much room for activity. A little bit of Monopoly, some Jenga. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Pictionary. some Twister. Maybe Pictionary. Yeah. 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 Some Twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that. And also joining us in these fine studios today is Jimbo Jones. Hello, how are you? Hello. Yeah, good. 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 A bit good. tired, but yeah. Well, now why are you so tired? <laughs> had a had a bit of a gig last. <laughs> yeah, six six hour gig. So <laughs> <laughs> he's he's running but, on he's running on empty. Well, I, I'm like Woodstock. I'm just running on whatever <laughs> nutrients is in beer. Um, Beer and LA ice. Yeah, beer and LA ice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and luckily I, I could squeeze in a in a McDonald's uh, dinner before coming here. Some nuggets? No, no, no. Hot apple pie, cheeseburger, I forgot the Big Mac. Do you hot apple pies? I, I think Macca's. you got the family meal. What do you get? Big Mac, hot apple che- pie, cheeseburger. Yes. Yeah. Large drink, large chips. I. That's... <laughs> A lot of food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, I, like, I, like, usually when I get hung, when I'm in a hungover mood and I get McDonald's, I'll always get a large something and a hamburger. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd probably get a Big Mac and loaded fries. I always, get a, fries. I always get a cheeseburger chaser. Cheeseburger chaser. Yeah. yeah. So, But I completely forgot they even do those apple pies. Are they still any good? They're still fantastic. Still yeah. Good. Jesus. Yeah, well fed today. He is. He's, yes. he's in about 20 minutes that sugar rush should kick in. <laughs> and he should be flying. 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 <laughs> flying. So um, before we get started with our um, with our podcast, I'll quickly run through a few things. Uh, you can reach us on our website at rebelsgumradio.com. You can contact us via either email or contact form on there. Let us know what, what you think. Um, and rate us on iTunes or any of your other um, podcasting apps, which also include SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MixCloud, and Spreaker. Hopefully, we'll soon be on iHeartRadio as well. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTubes. The YouTubes. So, YouTube, now, YouTube. now in this episode of Rebel Scum Radio, we're going to be quickly be discussing, well, not quickly, we'll be discussing um, 
the decision for episode nine to use existing footage of Carrie Fisher rather than CGI. We'll be talking about the episode nine script, which is now being completed. We'll be talking about a new book series, which has been released, which should fill out the new extended universe under the new canon. There'll oh. be a four, 40 story book, book se- series of short 40. stories. Yeah, all, all short stories. So they're not like one, they're all in just one collection. Um, We'll talk about the rumours of Ewan McGregor returning as Obi-Wan in standalone film. I heard about that, yeah. Yes. Um, we'll be talking about, uh, looking forward to Freemaker Adventures Season 2, which has just been announced. D- quickly discuss the Rebels Season 3 finale, which just went past a week ago, two weeks ago? Two weeks uh, ago. A week, a week ago. ago. A week ago. <laughs> and also look forward to Star Wars Celebration and the some of the things we're looking forward the to over... At Orlando next weekend. Now, we'll also be running into our new segment, which is which is inspired by Chris Jericho and WWE, and it's called "You've Just Made the List," and that is where we'll rant about all the stuff which really grinds our gears. Have I used two things now? I've used grinds the, the gears. I've used a Family Guy reference and a WWE reference. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should use the grind your gears thing. <sighs> He's got to do the Peter Griffin voice. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? You so know what, yeah. Lois? <laughs> and un- during the Grind My Gears section, we'll talk about episode eight leaks, Iron Fist critics on from the new Netflix series. Jim Bob will be giving us a full review of the Nintendo Mini. And also, also have a quick chat about the recent, recent WrestleMania that went down just last Monday. So, boys... Time to start. Carrie Fisher is returning to Star Wars Episode Nine using footage that hit the cutting room floor for The Last Jedi, which she finished filming. The guys at Disney went to uh, Todd Fisher, Carrie Fisher's son, and her um, and his sister Billy Lord, and said, um, "Would you be okay with us using this?" And they said, "Hell yes, of course." Great. So it'll be interesting to see what hit the floor from The Last Jedi. But if that was for Last Jedi, how are they going to incorporate it into Episode 9? Well, if they've had to do reshoots, I'm guessing maybe they shorten it a little bit and mm. then part of the end of The Last Jedi becomes mm. the start. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of whatever the whatever Episode 9 is going to be called. Do you reckon Billy Lord will get a, another run now, now that the cat's out of the bag about her appearing in the... Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. No one really knew that right from this outset, but no, no. Um, <clears throat> well, it'll be interesting, yeah. But I, I don't know. It kind of leaves it in an awkward situation where it was the storyline of this Star Wars trilogy that Leia was also going to die, and then is it? Is it? Oh. Oh, we've got a we've got an office. We've got a call in the office here. Real community. Okay. And then is it also? Um, is it weird that they're killing off someone who just died in like the series? I don't know. It's but, awkward. But are they going to kill her off? Or? Well, I don't know. You'd think they would. How would they? I don't know. Would you, would she become a force ghost and then they see you a force ghost? I don't know mm. how that works. It's a bit weird. I, I I was going through all the permutations in my head of. She couldn't be in there for long. How much yeah. footage could they have filmed? Mm. Like, 
15 minutes. So like she's just gonna be in the opening 15 minutes of the film, then disappears. In the last day. Yeah. Well, no. In like in in like episode nine. Episode nine. Because she's in all of, of last day. She's in all of the last day. Be like the Jar Jar Binks appearing momentarily in uh, episode two. He just pops in, says Misa, and then and you don't episode really two? see. Him. Is it episode two or episode three? Where's what's that? Jar Jar. He made she, a very uh, in episode two. In episode two, he's, he, he's just you see him occasionally and stuff in Palpatine's yeah, yeah, yeah. Palpatine's chambers and stuff when they're discussing. In episode Revenge of the Sith, you really only see him in the Senate scene where he votes for them to get the powers, mm. and then you see him at the funeral at the end That's for Padme, where he's all he's droopy, McSad, wandering off because he knows he's fucked everything up. Yeah. So they could do a Bob Walker. Yeah, well, they, 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 don't, they don't want to do a Paul, a, okay. a Paul Walker. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, could they just CGI her mouth and change things with what she says? Oh, like like what they do with animals? Yeah, they could do a bad lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, hire, they hire the team at lip sync guys. Yeah, they hire the lip sync guys. I mean, like, they've just released their Force Awakens yeah. thing, which Disney took down, which is now YouTube's now put back up. So, when they take it down, do they lose all the views? Uh, no, they, you, you'll only lose the views. Like, you only, like, um, they won't lose the views. They'll, you only lose the views if you have to upload another copy. Because mm. um, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in YouTube, you can't overwrite something and yeah. just change something. You have to release an entire new video. Mm. So then you have to start from scratch again. So, mm. yeah. But you guys have seen the bad lip sync thing. Yeah. What, 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 what did you boys think of it? I think that was one of the best. Best videos. <laughs> Best Star Wars video yeah. in years. <laughs> the Harrison Ford impression like Jim Bob said was spot on. Yeah. Harrison Ford. I, I think it was Mark Hamill. Well, well that's what it, it says it said, on the video. Yeah. yeah. What, the Mark Hamill did Harrison yeah. Ford's voice? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. Because if you check the video, they mention his name at the end. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Maybe Disney went, oh, we're going <laughs> to sue you guys. Oh, it's Mark Hamill. We can't sue Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark shit. It's Mark said it. So. Yeah, we yeah. didn't give him any dialogue in the, the first <laughs> yeah. Force Awakens, so we better let him have a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'd be interested to see what, what happens with that. It's out in 2019. So, so a few people. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I reckon they're going to, I reckon they're going to like ship Carrie Fisher off to some sort of. Super Chancellor something role or something that's on Coruscant or something. But maybe as a hologram after the footage is used. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they could they could digitize those holographic things. Yeah. Up, so they could digitize that mm-hmm. rather than having me. So maybe she's off. I mean, if they wanted to, it could be the perfect time, like to tie something into like a. Uh, external storyline where she gets called off to a battle somewhere else. Mm. Uh, she's in the outer rim or something yeah. in a space battle with somewhere, and then the main characters are all back doing their Jedi thing. But yeah, I don't know. A bit of manipulation and weirdness will go on. I'm sure they didn't anticipate this happening. No, but it'd be interesting to see what the script was. Like the script's been written, so I mean. <sighs> They know what they're doing now, with the, ha- having written the script. Yeah. So whether or not, um, how long till we hear of a first script leak from 
from 4chan. Um, I'm just trying to remember who wrote the scripts. Um, Colin Colin Trevorrow, who wrote Jurassic World. So, um, but who who wrote the one for episode eight? I can't remember who. who, Was it him too? um, I think it might have been. I can't exactly remember with any of this. I was written by Ryan Johnson. Oh, so that was also written. Yeah. So, written so and directed. Georgie still gets. Oh, what do you think about this, George? I think he gets referred to as part of just. Um, I guess if you're trying to in keep with the nature of the original trilogy and the intent of that universe, then I guess you have to mm. refer to him at some point. I mean, like. Because George was pretty hand-off with Force Awakens. I think JJ went to him at the start as well. Mm. Yeah. I guess it's just inter- I guess as a writer, you probably want to just talk to George Lucas about mindsets and whatever he was in mm. to keep it in the tone of the rest of the Star yeah. Wars. Because you could easily go off and ride Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff if you yeah. wanted and lose the entire tone of the thing. True. So, next piece of news is Ewan oh. McGregor's rumoured return in a standalone film to play Obi one Kenobi. 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 Would this be him <laughs> in the desert? Um, this, I, I assume this would be him. Um, you could put it in any of the time frames. I think there's enough films in there. It could be, um, I mean, like they filled out a lot of his story through the Clone Wars animated series. Mm-hmm. It could be from. So it'd be, it'd be after Darth Vader was made. It'll be from that time forward. Yeah, be somewhere in between mm. Revenge of the Sith and and uh, and Rebels that we've seen now, I suppose. Well, could he have been on that desert for th- for all that time, just watching? And how long was it? 30? Well, that's what it seems like. Like when he went there at the end, say, say Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Luke and Lara born. Yeah. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, then he goes to. He's like what age? Reckon thirty, thirty-five, mm. maybe. So Luke gets to the age of 18, and all of a sudden, Obi-Wan looks like he's 89 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know what happens in the desert. Maybe no sun. No no sunscreen. I don't know what happens. He's just eating Jawas for diet. I mean, yeah, eating eating Jawas. (laughs) They're a bit bit stringy. I mean, mean, like, there are two suns, so you get double sun. Yeah. Yeah. So... He can't sleep at night, so he ages more. Not much water. Get a bit patched. Yeah. No puffins, no puffins, no puffins. No puffins. No puffins. So I don't, I don't, I don't like that time frame. Like, <laughs> there's like there's things like that all through Star Wars. The time frames don't quite sit. So that story is not going to work. You, if you take it all the way up to Rebels, mm-hmm. you could tell a story kind of in between where, um, well, even no, the Rebels, even after that Rebel storyline, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. he stays there. Yeah. He doesn't go off with yeah. the. He doesn't go off with the rebellion. Ezra. So he's still mm. sitting in the dirt, just waiting for Luke to fuck off. But so who came up with this rumor? Oh no, this is true. There's, there's going to be Obi Wan's, but yeah. I, I would assume it's just another story from like the Clone Wars or something, because there are lots of backstories in there. Like um, if you took that time frame of when, like the few years before him and Qui Gon Jinn are together, surprise announcement. Mm. Yeah. So it'd be, no, it'd be nice to, although. What's his name? He played 
Qui-Gon, what was his name? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. He's <laughs> getting a bit, looking a bit old now. Um, he's, I mean, when was Phantom Menace? How many years ago was that? Phantom Menace, I think it was 18, 18 years. Yeah. I, you're I, I you're kidding me. No. You, you were kidding me. No. 99. 99. Oh. <laughs> I was 11 years old. That's how old you are, dude. I've, <laughs> I've nearly doubled in age yeah. since then. Yeah. You were like super young when that came out. You oh, were sweet baby. You still believed in George Lucas? Yeah, I was, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You were literally only maybe only a few years out, let's say five, six years out from when you were playing with the toy store. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just been starting uni too. Yeah. Yeah, just start drinking. That, that's when <laughs> that's when that's when Australia started their winning streak for the World Cups, where they won three in a row. Ninety nine. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. There, that was like Jesus. That was that New Year's Eve. I had electric blue hair. What? Good on, lord! On, on New Year's Eve. Electric blue. Electric blue. Fudge. I had blue fudge. That sounds like a Prince song. Electric blue. Yeah, I was at the hi-fi bar for New Year's Eve. Oh, you went there. That would have been a great. It music. was a great night. It was a great. Who? who what were the bands playing? Uh, there were no bands playing. It was um, it was a night of of Weekender, which was kind of like a. Uh, oh, is it like, like a nineties Britpop? Nineties Britpop dance night. So. I thought that used to be at um the bar on Elizabeth Street. It was. It was. Oh, and then they but, moved to. But for but for New Year's Eve, they booked out the high five. Oh, night. fantastic! So it was a really fun night out. I like High Five Bar because that's where I met Trish properly. Nice. We we had a long chat that night. Very nice. That's that's, that's where yeah, it all it's a great started. bar. It's a great room. Underrated room. Though. Very loud though. Yeah. Very loud. Yeah. Super loud. Yeah. I I've never heard anything louder than that venue. Although there is that nice little room that was kind of at the top that was a bit quieter. Mm. I bit played quiet. up in that little room one night. I oh, did. You? Yeah. It's sweet. Sweet. Now, what are we talking about? Obi-Wan. I don't know about my blue hair and fucking... <laughs> and uh, and taking a few flippers on New Year's Eve. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's currently, as far as the Star Wars can story I, can goes... Can I just say it's that? An un, I, it's an undelegated Star Wars stories film in 2020 after... So that would, this would be after it. episode nine. This would be it if they announce it. Yeah, yeah so this would be it. So, so we, we had so, Rogue One. We have Boba Fett. Now we've got Rogue One, Han Solo, Han Solo, Bob and then whatever this is going to uh, be. Wasn't Boba Fett confirmed? No, that was oh. what they were talking about. So there's, Boba, there's been rumors of Boba Fett. Hey, Bob. There's been rumors of Yoda, and mm. now there's rumors of Obi Wan and Padme. There should be a Padme. Should do it. <laughs> no, they should full on. Jar Jar Binks origins. That's story. exactly what I'm going to say. If they wanted to, like at Celebration Europe, just sit up there and just like make fake everything, yeah, like tear everything, troll, and just just go up and then like just put up a big Jar Jar Binks Star Wars story. Imagine the whole like it just go silent. No, it'd be be silence, and there'd be one guy clapping. That'd be one kid, yeah, (laughs) and then all the older people are like, no. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. But, I mean, they're of storage. Like, I'm personally, personally, I'd like them to, um, even though I think they're going to do it in the animated series, is um, is go back to that time right after, right after Return of the Jedi, and um, look at doing uh, 
But there's a cool set of books called Aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also... Um, Aftermath? What? Aftermath. That's what he said, Martha. I thought you said Martha. Was that some Batman was? Yeah, Martha, Martha, Martha. After Martha, yeah. After Martha, and there's also um, (laughs) it's also the same time frame that the original Thrawn trilogy is sitting. So whether or not they, whilst whilst they developed Thrawn to a certain point to no great heights in Rebel season three, Mm. whether or not they just spin that off into an Empire-driven story. From the Empire's point of view, a new animated series about just about Thrawn and his battles and whatnot, and take it through that period after the second Death Star is destroyed, and show us what's happened after that time. You, then you've still got all those original trilogy characters in there. You've got Luke, you've got Leia, you've got Han, you've got Chewie, you've got C three you've got R two. You can give Yoda Force Ghost, Obi Wan Force Ghost, Anakin Force Ghost, mm. um, and um, you could do a whole heap of shit in a universe which no one knows anything about. Yep. No one really knows anything about post-Return of the Jedi. No. We've just kind of skipped forward. 30 years. Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah. So there's lots of good stories in there which you could do. And it'd be good just to fully develop the Thrawn Cal- yep. character out because I don't think they're going to do it. I don't, like, I don't think they're going to kill off Thrawn in Rebels, mm. but I don't think they're going to fully show us all his wares. Even like a, a Dark Raven movie. Yeah, yeah. Even if they yeah, if they go back to the EU, it'll be funny to see if they because I think whilst he's probably he's obviously not as popular as Thrawn, and I don't think you'll get the same pop mm. if they did. Oh, you're doing a Darth Ravens thing. He looks cool though. But yeah, he looks like an Assassin's Creed. He, he looks cool, and um, it'll get a lot of street cred from like the hard hardcore yeah. Star Wars fans. Like, I mean, I don't know that much about him. Other than what I've seen here and there, like on online reading his stories and a few uh, few discussions I've had with people on, mm. on online about watching. Hey, them, but yeah. has there ever been any talk about someone doing a proper movie for like Knights of the Old Republic era stuff? Yeah, they've. I actually saw an article about that a couple of weeks ago, saying that they should do this. Why not? Why not? Because well, I, I saw I saw Trish play Knights of the Old Republic, mm, and mm, it was a shit game. But mm, the worlds, the cities, flying around all the worlds and stuff, the characters mm, looked amazing. No, um, it was mm, just in a shitty open yeah. world game scenario. But yeah, but that that's they yeah. should be milking that. Well, yeah. Well, there's a couple of good storylines exactly like that which they should be milking, and probably, and I don't know how they're going to do it. And I think it's kind of semi-tied into Rebels, as I, I think I discussed with you, Jonathan, a, a couple of weeks ago, just 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 briefly that the Luke Starkiller storyline, which was um, from the oh, there's a couple of PlayStation games, Force Unleashed, Force yeah, Unleashed, one, yeah. Force Unleashed, was it one or two, both I think. Yeah, it's the same bloke in both. Yeah. 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 So, um, like super seriously overpowered Force powers, yep. which doesn't really necessarily work really in reality, but there's stories about that, Darth Raven, Knights of the Old Republic, mm. possibly being part of of like what Dave Filoni is doing with these yep. an, an, animated series. Like I said, any of those could be done. There's also um, storylines that 
Dave Filoni's new Rebel series could be just not a new Rebel series, new animated series could be a spin-off on on Rebels because obviously they've got the storyline now where Sabine's on Mandalore. Yeah. And um the Mandalorian Wars are just starting off in that Civil War type mm-hmm. type scenario and where that sits in with the Star Wars universe can they then bring in like characters like Boba Fett and stuff yeah. into that universe? Um obviously Obviously, it would have been better if they would not have killed off Maul in that instance. Because Maul, obviously, being at one time the ruler of Mandalore mm. with the Darksaber, um, bringing him back there, maybe any his story arc there would have been a better mm. story arc than the Obi-Wan Kenobi one. But they need a big finish, I guess, for Season 3. And we'll talk about the underwhelming end of Season yep. 3 a bit later. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um... Obi-Wan Kenobi was a... I don't know. I didn't like... Fuck, people are going to kill me. I didn't like Obi-Wan Kenobi in the second... In in episode two. Attack of the Clones? Yeah, I didn't like him. I, I don't know what it was. I just... I think it was a bad movie. Didn't yeah, help. Yeah, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Ewan McGregor. But I think, it, I think I lost... Yeah, I think it's just the movie. <laughs> I think I lost my shit with Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know when he's um uh which planet is he on? When he's riding the big lizard down the thing. Oh, he just fought Grievous. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's just kind of oh, like, dear, that who, remind me who came up with this yeah. shit? Yeah, Grievous turns into into a helicopter. Yeah, helicopter, and, he's, <laughs> and then like his arms just fall off at will. Yeah, <laughs> and then like just two sh- shots through this flimsy armor and yeah. fucking burst into flames. Why didn't just someone do that? Why didn't just a sniper just fucking do it? Yeah. <laughs> just bullshit. But we digress. This is turning into a prequels. Hey. Yep. <laughs> well, no, I kind of like the pre- After watching that documentary, the prequels strike back, I kind of appreciated them a little bit more than I had before. But still not enough to... I think I just need to sit down and watch all three of them again in a row. Um... Just because it's been so long since I've seen them properly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, yeah it'd be funny with my more aged wisdom eyes, like to watch them now, as opposed to when I was 19 yeah. years yeah, old. It's funny. Look, I almost treat The Phantom Menace as a standalone film. <laughs> I, might, I might do a marathon in December. Yeah. But well, without, without episode one, you wouldn't have Darth Maul and Rebels. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's better that way. Like not that it's, not that it's like not Darth Maul. But maybe like if there's another movie, like what about this instead of Obi Wan? Oh well, uh, they can't do a Darth Maul standalone film because they've already filled out his entire backstory and yeah. all the animated series. Yeah, but um, yeah, if the, they didn't make the most out of Darth Maul anyway, so it's kind of like he was in there for. Two minutes. What do you have? Two lines. Yeah. At last, we shall reveal ourselves to the yeah. But I like yeah. that. I like that scene. I, I liked it when he just appeared and didn't say anything. His face just looks so menacing. Look, yeah. it's a great battle. Great light on the the thing. sand that when they hop onto the ship. Well, like just when they escape two, him. Yeah, there's two. That was there's cool. Two, there's two good scenes there. Probably uh, yeah. Qui Gon had to break his sweat in yeah. the desert heat. 
Yeah. When he got back on the ship, he's all dripping. He's like, yeah. yeah, he's old. <laughs> he just robed them. He probably didn't even have he's any like, underpants. Yeah. <laughs> Le- leather, sh- leather boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work in the desert? Yeah. It's hot out there. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Unless it's really nice wool and yeah. it's very aerated. Yeah. Maybe that's what... Like the, what the Bedouins wear in, in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what the whole Jedi thing yeah. about. So you dressed for every occasion. So no jocks allowed. <laughs> no jocks Fridays. <laughs> they have to... <laughs> No force Fridays. Yeah. They can't use the force on Fridays. <laughs> now, whilst we're talking about Star Wars back backstories and whatnot and what we all like to see, like there's an endless supply of backstories and stuff from the main characters that we always hear about. But coming out soon, and I think it'll be announced at um, uh, Star Wars Celebration, is that there'll be a new Star Wars um, uh, anthology book that will be named from a certain point of view, which celebrates all, which celebrates backstories of lots of different characters within the. I think it's only the original trilogy uh, world. So we're talking about IG eighty eight. IG eighty eight. We're talking about Hammerhead. We're oh. talking about um, about Walrus Man, Jabba the Hutt, and. Um, yeah, possibly Jabba the Hutt. I don't I know. We'll, we'll, we'll see who else. Whether they have do they got any, a list? Whether they list anyone? Any list? I think they list the orth, the authors. Which Ooh, is... Ben Ak- Akbar. What? Yes. <laughs> so there's. Hang on. Who are all these people? These are all the authors of all the stories. Ah. Oh, so right. Garrett. So the most popular, probably the two most well known out of that, I got two down the bottom: Chuck Wen, Wendy, and Gary and Gary Witter, who've written a lot of uh, extended universe books and. And okay. a, lot, a lot of the new canon stuff as well. So, but, um, so it'd be interesting to see. This talks about, like, um, maybe the Cantina Band. Um, I've personally, f- for just to get it done and finished, I want a Yak Face story. The, <sighs> the one figure that's in, like, the, in, like, the, um, movies for like two minutes in Return of the Jedi. And just in the background, yet he somehow he got a fucking figure. <laughs> Whilst Grandma Tarkin and stuff got no figures. What about the guy, the guy with the what's it, what's his name? Oh, Doctor Doctor Urzavan, the the fucked up face dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he needs his story. He's now appeared in two Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars films. Um, who else? Who else? What other background stories would there be? The, the mouse robot. Mouse, yeah, the mouse droid. <laughs> uh, what about the um? The black Tie Fighter pilots. Would you do any Empire? Yeah, you're racist. That's racist. Em- Empire, <laughs> Empire based story. What about, yeah, you have to have that what about the stormtrooper that hits his head on the on the door? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'd be interesting to see whether or not they do give any of those. Like we've seen the fan made films where it's kind of um, stormtroopers with the helmets off talking like they're waiting to land yeah. and yeah. like doing normal people stuff. Whether or not they look at the backstory of stormtroopers and. What not? Maybe they're sitting around the canteen mm. on the Death Star. Mm. Greedo has a backstory. This this tray's wet. This tray's wet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Greedo. Well, they could go through Greedo, Dengar, all the others, and 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 Zuckus, Forlom, all of that. The Lando, Lando, Lando. Yeah, they could do some Lando stories. Uh, He'd be a good one because because I, I like his appearance in Rebels. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. So uh, maybe some Sam people stories. Yeah. Because um, no one's ever, to this date, no one knows 
no one's taken the mask off a sand person. And no. what about unrobing what a Jawa? What's under that hood? Yeah, what's, what, what's is it just glowing eyes or what is it? Don't know. There might be like because um, you got a figurine of a Jawa, haven't you? Yeah, I have a figurine of a Jawa. They're just like painted yellow eyes on the black. Uh, Maybe they're Ewoks that were sent away. Shaved, yeah. sh- shaved down Ewoks. <laughs> get, get out of Indo. <laughs> Alla- alopecia. Yeah. Alopecia, alopecia Ewoks. <laughs> and once you shave the fur, their eyes start to glow. And <laughs> 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 you get an Ewok with mixomatosis. Yeah. It's like one of... Well, you, well, you, well <laughs> Ewok with bulging red eyes. At night, they're, they're going to have like night vision, so they'd have oh, to do it. There was an albino um, Ewok as well, wasn't there? Oh, there were some very light ones, yeah, light, yeah. very light grey ones, yeah. <laughs> We could I do mean, a caravan of courage. But I mean, <laughs> Re- Redux. Yeah. Well, let's bring that back. It's <laughs> the reboot of the Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if they do another Christmas special, actually. They should do a new one. That would be awesome. They should do a new one. Yeah. That would be awesome. Like Hamill. Yeah. But, yeah he uh, dresses Hamill. up as the Joker. And, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like they could do other stuff as well. Like, uh, I mean, if they do go off into the other. Like, if they go off into, like, into like, Rebels characters or something, like. Hondo the pirate, some of his pirate stories, and and um, going back in the Clone Wars, if they're going back in there, there's some Saw, Saw Guerrero stories. Um, like, like going ah, uh, those cool little um, red guys out of Force Awakens that were with that Scottish guy. Oh, the Han Solo, the Death King. Yeah, the Lucha Country Club. <laughs> God, the Country Club. I think it was saying Culture Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Boy George just popped yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then I um, guess we know what happens to them, yeah. don't we? So. <laughs> yeah, well, boy, boy George is on this year of The Voice. Fucking hell. What? In Australia? He's one of the judges of The Voice oh, yeah, in Australia. Yeah. I actually, I'm not joking, I actually thought he had passed away. Well, you're thinking uh, of George Michael. George Michael. Yeah, no. George Michael did. <laughs> um, I, think, yeah. I think I got... It all confused with George Michael and, and, also, um, and also Pete Burns. I think I got them all. Pete Burns? No, I, I think... I think um, you spear me right round, right mm. round. Yeah, he's 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 gone. Yeah. So. Um, I think Boy George has really cleaned up his life, though. I think. Yeah, he looked good on that. He, he um, like he used to. Like, isn't he like, like a like, professional DJ? Or yeah, he is. Like, yeah, like back in like the mid nineties when Pete Tong and everyone was firing, he was firing on all cylinders as well. Mm. He was really big. He was good, but he's always DJed out of New York, so I think. Yeah, so I think he was kind of a crossover from Ministry of Sound to kind of yeah. get over. To the He's view. very much the Ministry of Sound clubbing sound. Yeah, like he doesn't really deviate from. He does not. No, he does not. Yeah. Which is the thing he knows. What but he that's is. fine. I mean, that's fine if you're playing it. You know, you know those big ones in Ibiza or whatever. Yeah. but no whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he did back in the back in the mid nineties and stuff when. When um, when uh, dance music is a bit more ex- experimental, he was doing some kind of edgy kind of you know bridging that gap between um, uh, straight clubbers and gay clubbers and kind of bridging that mm. gap across the two. Um, he was doing some cool stuff. I, I saw an event on Facebook today. Um, Section Eight is having a nineties party, so like nineties. I think it's going to be nineties techno. Is it like well, Corona and stuff? Uh, no, is I'm I'm talking about nineties trance and techno. Oh, yeah. So the stuff that you used to love back in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. There'd be some jam and spoon and yeah. 
That'd be because because yeah. a lot of a lot of DJs are starting to incorporate nineties rave anthems and that into modern modern day sets. It's it's yeah. it's all getting mishmashed. Yeah, well, it I would was, say. I was listening. I flicked across late night. I think it was Friday night. I flicked across um, on MTV. It was MTV nineties or something. It was, and they had like the top. The 30 dance tunes of like the 1990s and stuff. What was, it, what was number one? Um, I don't know. I fell asleep at number 28, which I was shocked it was Mr. Whoa. Bane and Culture Beat. I was like, Mr. Bane, Culture Beat, 28? Um, I would have put that bit close I'm to the Mr. top because that was Bane. a massive song. I know what I want and I, I want, want it now. <laughs> I'm a scat man. <laughs> yeah, so um, this book will be coming out. Um, um, I think I want to get this book for pre-order now. So I think I want to get um, this book. So it's just like a set. Really it's like a set of short stories that tells. How many pages is it set? Oh no, uh, no, it does. It does not say. But um, it's available for pre-order. Let's I'm guessing see. it would be a hardcover. Let's see what it says under the pre-order. Let's go to. I Amazon. actually didn't click on the pre-order link. I'll bring you, just bring this up now. Oh, 400 pages. Oh, that's a big. That's beefy. Well, that's well for 40 stories though. Wait, so how much? How it's much? Only ten pages of story. Oh, look, backstory of C three PO and R two. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought we already knew that. But so, if you click pre order, how much? What's the cost? Where, where's the pre order? There. Here we go. Pre order through Amazon. What happened to your mouse? That's a beefy book. Hey. Right. Oh, you can get an audio book too. Four hundred pages. Oh. It's not much. It's not much. Thirty-five oh, years. Oh, pretty good. Thirty-five years. Forty. So it's ten pages a story. So forty short stories. Did it? Did it have book depository on that? Um, or was it just Amazon? Let's have a look at the other one back here. Let's have a look. It's got so Amazon, Amazon Barnes and Noble. Me, Indie Band. Amazon's going to be in Australia soon, isn't it? They are in Australia now, but they're only selling. Did you? Uh, I don't think they're selling. What, what they've got limits on what they sell. I can't remember exactly what it is, mm. but they don't. It's not like this Amazon, right? Yeah, it's it's a bit different. They're more limited in what they do sell. So. But I mean, if it's on pre-sale, they'd be on pre-sale at um, Book Depository and stuff as well. Um, I would assume it'd be about the same price. So thirty-five US would be forty-five Australian. Something around there. Forty five fifty. Yeah, so it'd be around that. So that's fine. I mean, there's no cover or anything yet, unless that what we saw on. Um, I think that's the cover. If this is the um, cover here, so forty stories celebrating forty years of Star Wars from a certain point of view. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. So that comes out October third, two thousand seventeen. So, but I'm sure you'll hear about it a lot more next week at Star Wars Celebration, and um, and we'll discuss that in our podcast, which will happen next. We have Star Wars Freemaker Adventures. Now, oh, have you see, seen any of this, Jimbo? Season Lego? one. Uh, oh, season little... one was amazing. Yeah. Now this isn't canon, so I liked it better than Rebels. It's more fun than Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so uh, Star Wars Freemaker Adventures is Lego Star Wars, effectively. Yep. It's non-canon. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek. It's fun. It's funny. So we weren't sure whether or not there was going to be a season two. Yeah. Um, but, there, but there is, and it's going to happen 
Australia time in winter, US in summer. So it comes out in June, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So June, June this year, expected to be very similar in format. I think about yeah. ten episodes it was last year. I want, I want more palps in it. More palps. Palps yeah. was so funny last year <laughs> when Vader went for a spin in his old, um, his old cruiser. That was, that was fun. Just um, little cameos from Luke Skywalker and stuff in yeah. it, like, like, like Jedi Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Just. Oh, the Sith, yeah, the Sith yeah, chick, yeah. 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 yeah, what was yeah. her name? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name anymore. It's been a while since. I got it on DVD, actually. The series was good. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, um, yeah, it's really fun series. So if you've uh, got a young kid who's maybe wavering whether or not they should like Star Wars or not, there's a lot of competition yeah. out now. Like, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, you've got the Marvel Universe, you've got the DC Universe. The DC, yeah, they're trying to get into uh, the mind of the kid now. Yeah, making it, making it lighter. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, they've got all different layers in yeah. terms of they've got their cartoon series that are kind of more angled at with 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 Teen Titans and a younger mm-hmm. audience. Then you've got the kind of uh, mature an- animated shows that yeah. they release. They've got their kind of mass appeal, like the TV series that they've got out. If they could just fix their movies, yeah. um, and they got Gods Among Us. Yes, yeah. part two, Injustice, yeah. and obviously they've just started their new DC. Um, the new DC storylines in the comics. Did, did you see well. the storyline in the trailer? A Grodd has uh, a master army. Yeah. Fuck, that's well, amazing. that's what I've been wondering what's happening in Flash the last two episodes because there's been two episodes now. No, no, the episode before- that was that was the trailer for Injustice. Oh, Injustice! Yeah, oh, was video, it? Video game, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he's got all his armor and he's yeah, it's like Be- Planet of the Apes. Because in the television series, it was like two episodes ago. Now, yeah. Grodd was amassing his army on the edge of the. In the jungle, edge of Central City, oh. like and um, like they come through to Earth One. Oh, okay, like they've gone through the portal, and like he's got an army of gorillas there. The last two episodes have just been about uh, about Killer Frost, and then there was another one about some other random character, which kind of can can, can portal into the. Into well, the- what was the one recently? With was it Reverse Flash? Where he like creates hundreds of copies of himself. Was that in? Uh- What's the one? The one that we hate. Legends yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow anymore. Was that a crossover? I think it was a crossover. Oh, I don't know. It could have been. don't know. I, I only watch Legends of Tomorrow now when I'm explicitly told to. Yeah. Because it's got um, it's got an arrow or flash cross. Because I kind of like binge on Supergirl at the, yeah. end, at the end of the seasons. I don't watch it week to week like I do those <laughs> other ones. So. They, they should change the intro to Flash. <laughs> Where he says, I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because in the, the TV series, like in the current storyline of Flash, like the Flash isn't fast enough and he needs Kid Flash yeah. to save the day because yeah. he's faster than Flash. Ah. It's like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a um, really interesting state that DC's in. But yeah, um, Savitar looks like Megatron. Um, I still have an unmasked what, Michael Savitar. Bay Megatron? Yeah, Michael Bay. Yeah, literally. Literally. Actually, he probably looks a little bit more in reality. In Like, he does look like Megatron, but he probably looks a little bit more like Starscream than Megatron. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but you do but you get that. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a weird kind of thing. And just... I just want this episode of this season of Flash to end so they can kind of hit the reboot because they kind of did 
you watch the musical episode? Oh, the singing when I saw that post, I was like, fuck, <laughs> no. What the it was a very interesting episode, like in terms of, but it's one of those ones that they just chuck into a series just to break up the flow of the storyline, just so there's something different. So it's like this 40 minutes of glee within within Flash. <sighs> just like, oh, God. Tell you what has, oh, no, I don't know, I'm going to give it one more. I've been watching Powerless as well. Like mm-hmm. You know I love yep. Powerless. Alan Tudyk. And um, episode six ran off the fucking rails. Just like I was sitting there just waiting for it to make me laugh and it just didn't. So now I'm just going to wait for episode seven. Did you finish watching Legion? No, I've got to binge the end of that now. Okay. Um, episode eight. Yeah, I've got, got to binge There's only eight episodes, I think, from memory. Because, um, so, yeah. Jono, you told me that... The, Everyone loves it, the Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The guy out of Beauty and the Beast. Yes, he's, he's, he's in Legion. Legion. And he was in Downtown Abbey. Oh, Downtown oh, Abbey. Our favourite yes. show. Is Jim there, a, is there a film of Downtown Abbey? Is there a film? They might, it might happen. But no, but is there a film length episode or anything no. that we can watch, mm, no. like a pilot or something uh, that we can review? <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen any of. It. I've never seen. I've never watched any. Your tears ready. Sir. How many seasons did they have? Where's, what's What's Downtown Abbey? What time is it set in? Post World War Two or something? Or what's the um, story? Pre World War One. World War One. So early, early 1900s. Right. 1920s, 30s. Is that a, right, it's a like good that. crossover with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also the Flash could go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could make a Flashpoint in Downtown Abbey. And then they have all these monk- alternative stories, <laughs> storylines. Monkfish tells him, tells him to go. <laughs> and one of them has monkfish in it. Monkfish. Oh, we've hired this new yeah. monkfish. He's, he's highly recommended. Yeah. Right, you, yeah. go make me a cuppa. Yeah. You, stay off the after eight. Yeah, go save the yeah. universe. Well, be, be, be better be monkfish than Doodleburger. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that. if... If bad lip reading can do that, yeah. and Doodleberg can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one from Channel 7 is yeah. going to pull the videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, so Freemaker Ventures in June. Check them out. We're all looking forward to them. We'll discuss them as the series rolls out. So. Um, now, Star Wars Rebels Season 3. The finale. You wanna, are you okay with us discussing this, Jimbo? Uh, I, I mean, I saw what happened to Darth Maul. So yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it was quite unavoidable. It's quite hard to. He was on. Control. He was on the lower ground. Yeah. If you, if you, he he, he, he was eighty two degrees yeah. lower. Than, if you freeze that that's that shot, and then you mm. you measure, you hold the ruler across the screen. Like eighty two degrees, was slightly lower. Yeah. So, um, Jim Bob, you seen the end of season two, obviously. Yeah. An epic finale. Yeah. Great Star Wars storytelling. Um. Amazing end to a fantastic season of Star Wars Rebels. This Star Wars Rebels had promised a lot through the build. Yeah. Like, should have been like an epic confrontation. No one died. Battle scene. Massive. You always imagine a massive space battle. Yep. That Grand Admiral Thrawn would have amassed this space armada. The odds were stacked up against the Rebels. Yeah. And somehow they escaped via pure luck. Yeah. Rather than anything else, because Grand Admiral Thorne had outfought them all, yeah, and they escaped just out of pure luck, or the Force, or something. But that wasn't so really the case. Well, it was the case, but they kind of spun it around. Yeah, it was kind of. You said someone was going to die. 
No one really died. Well, one um, person died. Yeah. We won't tell you who it is if you haven't seen it, but um, uh, I guess I could almost make it sound better if I let you know one of the force wielders yep. in the in the series dies. Mm. Doesn't give anything away. Um, but um, yeah, it's kind of an underwhelming hour of Rebels. I I want I kept on telling myself that I loved it, but it was like when I came out of I think it was like when I came out of Force Awakens and I was telling myself I liked it a lot more than I really did. And now I've come around a long time after now where I've kind of gone, oh, and I kind of cooled on Force Awakens for a while. But now when I watch it back, I enjoy it a lot more. And I don't know, maybe I'm more invested now in Star Wars than I was when Force Awakens. But I enjoy Force Awakens now almost as much now as I did when I first saw it. So I've come back around. And I wonder if maybe as the next season kind of unravels, maybe I'll appreciate whatever happened more in the finale. But it kind of felt like it wasn't the end of the season. Mm. Like it's it kind of didn't achieve anything for Thrawn. Yeah. Um, this couple of episodes before the finale kind of built the the um, birth of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah which is great to see, and it's good that they gave that to Rebels. But, yeah, otherwise there's kind of no real character progression or major confrontations in any way. Um, I don't know. I, I hope everyone out there listening can sense how underwhelmed I was <laughs> this season, but how excited I am also for season four yes. still. I love the series. It's I love the series I love the Rebel series only second to the original trilogy films. I I really enjoy enjoy Rebels and where it sits, but yeah, it's just an underwhelming end. Like we, I don't know. You should have had a, was it the season finale with Maul and uh, Obi Wan? Um, episode before that was the episode before. Mm. So it was. You should have saved that for the finale, maybe. Yeah, but even then, even that, even that, um, even that battle on Tatooine, it was, um, it was um, underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like it was when you look at the details of that fight in term in in the window of um, of well, we'll go back to the Phantom Menace, yes. even though I don't know, like the move which with Darth Maul killed. Uh, Quadron Din, where he kind of pushed his lightsaber yeah. into his face and then, and, then, yeah. and then stabbed him. In the Rebels thing, was the same move he tried on Obi Wan, but yeah. Obi Wan moved and cut his lightsaber yeah. and then sliced Darth Maul in, well, not in half, but up the front. Yeah. Which you didn't really see. Yeah. You'd almost look like you didn't do anything yeah. to Darth Maul. Why is he dead already? It's like one little thing. Like He survived getting cut in half. It was like a few seconds to fight. They should have prolonged it. Make it more epic. Yeah, they kind of even the dialogue beforehand was a bit shortened. Mm. It was I don't know, there was no Yeah, I mean there was that nice bit at the end where you kind of sense that in a sense that Darth Maul and Obi Wan were kind of trying were now trying to get to the same means. Mm. Yep. Just different ways, mm. where they're both trying to end the Sith, but yep. they both 
wanted to go about it in their own ways and yep. had their own path to follow. Mm. But yeah, it was just um, just with the, the the discussion between Ezra and Obi Wan was almost more meaningful than than the battle between Obi Wan and Maul. And Maul, it was just because that really developed Ezra Bridger into into I think all of the concern that he may go dark or light. I think mm. that kind of he went kind of matured into. And obviously, I mean, this is another, like, with all the series and all the people in Rebels, I assume they're all going to die. Yeah. I assume Ezra Bridger, that uh, Kanan's going to die. Um, Hero, I don't know. She's like a general, so she's yeah. okay. But I imagine all the Force builders are going to go. Yeah. Because Darth Vader knows about them. So he knows about them. He doesn't know about Obi-Wan. So, therefore, Darth Vader knows that there's two Jedi left in the universe and he has to fucking hunt them down yeah. and kill them. So, mm. that's got to be the storyline. That's got to be it. That's got to be the outcome. There's no way that they could have got to the Battle of Scarif. Yeah. No way. But the, the ship showed up. And... Yeah, the ship showed up and Hera's there and Chopper's there. Mm. Maybe Sabine's there. Mm. But it doesn't mean Kane and Ezra are there. Because mm. if Kane and Ezra are there and they had two Jedis there yeah. or... Or, or or already, then why would Bail Organa mm. be overly concerned or really? I know Obi Wan's like the master and everything, yeah. but really be super concerned. They've got two, yeah. So they can't be at, yeah. They can't be there. Mm. They can't be. They've met their end. So we know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sad times, I know. For everyone. You spoiled rebels, for everyone. Yeah, the spoiled rebels for everyone. But I mean, like, um, yeah, because I imagine. So um yeah, so the so the Salamirs. Yeah. So they're like the lizards that Thrawn goes and finds out to protect himself from force from force builders. When they come into a certain radius, they can't use anything yeah. else. So whether or not that's a, an arc after obviously what we saw at the end of season three in Rebels <laughs> yeah. that um Thrawn gets exposed to the real power of the force mm. and maybe he realizes I need something more to a protect myself from from uh, Kane and Ezra, yeah. but also protect himself from the Emperor Invader. Mm. So, um, and any other force wielding things that he comes across. So, maybe that's the storyline that he goes on next. Maybe he goes off to the outer rim. Yeah, finds he finds the lizards and come back and just says, "You're fucked." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that'd be interesting. But yeah, so Rebel season three. Overall, like, it wasn't quite as good as season two, in my opinion. Had some really cool, cool moments where they introduced, um, like, Wedge. Yeah. Like, that was that was a fantastic moment when he came into the series and came back later on. The development of Ezra, the development of all the characters, really, except for probably Zeb. Zeb's probably the only one they didn't put any real time into, like, developing backstory yeah. to. Really put a lot... That, that episode with Sabine where she's just training yeah. with Kanan and Ezra, it's probably the best, one of the best episodes of Rebels has ever been. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, they put time into, they even put time into into Chopper um, yeah. with the droids. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe Zeb's set for something. That's why I was expecting Zeb to yep. may or may not fall off the perch in the, yeah. in the finale if you haven't seen it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's uh, interesting to see where it goes from there. I can only see... I mean, how far away are they out from Scarif? Can't be far. They're going to Yavin now. So if they're going to Yavin, that would mean there's probably one series of Rebels left and then it'll probably end. It'd be nice for the series to end in that Rogue One battle. That'd be a nice place for it. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. But, yeah... There's going to be sad times ahead in Star Wars Rebels, yep. but the good news is obviously Dave Filoni will announce a new a new animated series at um, Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Okay, um, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in five minutes, and uh, well, there's not going to make any difference for you because I'm going to play a song. It could be thirty seconds or sixty <laughs> seconds or two minutes. <laughs> I'm in complete control here. Anyway, you're I'll, going to play a jam, <laughs> jam and spoon. Song. You're going to play some jam and spoon. So I'll see you in twenty five minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll see you then. Change our voices. Yeah, we would we'd have to digitize them. Welcome back to Rebels Cup Radio. Um, we've just had a, a bit of a fun chat. Right? <laughs> there is now the before at the start of the break. There was a full bowl of corn chips and cheese balls. We ball now left. back down to one lone cheese ball <laughs> in the bowl, just sitting there. That'll probably sit there for days, just uh, being to be eaten. <laughs> It's like a vegan cheese ball. I'm a bit yeah. high on LA ice. <laughs> yeah, you're Maxi. you're high on LA, on LA ice. The best ice you can get. Um, now, <laughs> now we're going to start off the second half of this podcast talking a little bit, um, short discussion about what we're hoping to see at Star Wars Celebration Orlando next week. I've made a bit of a list for us to discuss. So, at the top of my list, boys, and I think it's at the top of all our lists, Last Jedi trailer. As obvious, isn't it? Yeah, obviously. What do they do and do? Imagine, <laughs> Imagine that. that if they don't do it. Or it's like a 15-second teaser. Yeah. Of, of voiceover. Yeah. God, I'd lose my shit. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. That's how, mu- how, much, how much do we want? The trailer? Yeah, how, how long do we want it to be? Two minutes? Two and a half? Oh, oh, oh. A minute. I, I want 90 seconds, I reckon. Uh-huh. Or I mean, minute. I mean, like, Disney, <clears throat> Disney have given away way too much in their previous trailers in the past. Did they? I stopped watching Force Awakens, not Force Awakens, Rogue One trailers. As soon as I saw that Death Star laser go down into Jeddah on the trailer, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck you, motherfuckers. And, <laughs> and did you realize, uh, what's his name, Saw Gerrera? 
Yeah. When he says, what have you become? Yeah. That scene wasn't in the movie. Yeah. And his head was shaved in that scene when he says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they changed his hair. So they would like have been, they would have had heaps of footage where he trains, uh, you know, so yeah. which would have been, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, there's one other thing that I realized in Force Awakens too, whilst we're discussing films. I watched Force Awakens the other day, and you know when Kylo Ren is doing the mind meld, trying to get the information out of Ray mm-hmm. when she when they first yeah. take her up to the ship. When Kylo Ren is standing there, he says, "I can see, I can see your dreams and stuff. I can see you. You're on an island in the ocean," and I was just like. He had it. He what? He knew the place. He knew the place. He saw the place. She showed him the fucking place. She'd seen the place in her visions. But did you just come up? With this? No, no, I watched no. it in the film. Did you just say this now so nobody else has... I don't know. I haven't has, looked on it on the Nobody internet. else has realized this. I haven't just looked it on the internet because I was sitting there listening to a line and you don't get it until after you've seen the film yeah, yeah, and the yeah. whole thing and you realize where it ends. Yeah. And then you just go, he saw where the fucking Luke is. He knows where Luke is. He's seen. But he doesn't have the map though. Yeah, no. But he. he so uh, what? What was the line? I see you on an island. Yeah, he just goes. I've seen your dreams in an island in the ocean. That's it. Yeah, and I'm just Ooh. like, oh, mm. like so she she's seen the premonition of where she's going. Yeah. So it's an interesting little thing. Like, how much does did Kylo Ren get out of her mind in terms of her what she's seen in her visions and stuff? Similar to Rebels when. Maul and Ezra brought the holocrons together and mm. they saw each other's visions. Oh. That was another revelation that Star Wars then. Mm. Some guy found out. The Wolverine. Mm. Where he's in Japan. Yeah. And the other chick, uh, oh, she's the long hair, the Chinese, the Japanese girl. It's on she, she talks him to us at the end. No, no, Wolverine. Oh, and Wolverine, yeah. And she says, I see you lying on your back. Uh... Blood everywhere, and you're holding your heart in your hand, which was oh. which was the end of Logan. Oh, the end of Logan, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So they knew the end of Logan then. Yeah, James Mangold. There, he had the end right there. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so like, oh uh, yeah, because I was sitting there just going, oh, let's go, oh. oh, and I was trying to figure out in my head, did, had Ray seen the map? Did Ray see the map? Yeah. Mm. Did and then she gone, yeah. I'm going, oh, maybe there's something in there. Maybe he did get, maybe there's stuff that he can piece together. Yeah. And then he can go off and once Snoke, I'm glad Snoke theories aren't abounding. Yeah. Because we're going to find out who Snoke is. They better not fucking even hint at any of that in yeah, the trailer. Yeah. If they even give away what fucking, who Snoke is, who Ray is, whatever in that trailer. You're not going to watch it. <laughs> you, you, you know what's going to happen? Michael Bay. No, you know what's going to happen? They're going to make our new segment. They're going to make the list. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so obviously the last Jedi trailer, I think that happens on the Saturday of Force Awakens. So, Fourth, um, six days, seven days. So that goes, six days. so it goes, celebration is from the 13th to the 16th. Yep. So I think the 13th is the Thursday. Yep. 15th is... Friday, so it'll be the 15th of mm. April. We should see the last Jedi trailer. So that'll be an interesting little time. It'll be interesting to see. There's been lots of little leaks and stuff. Mm. So we'll see. Number two on my list. Yep. Rebel Season 4 trailer. So Rebels trailers are traditionally yep. fucking epic. Yeah. 
So it'll be interesting to see where season four goes mm. with Thrawn, whether they continue on with Thrawn yep. or whether they let Thrawn go for a season, find a new villain, maybe Vader comes back. Yep. Maybe they do a bit of palps. Mm. Don't, don't know. They've obviously got no more left. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's still, I think, the eighth brother, the Inquisitor, is still floating mm. around. So whether or not he gets involved. Yep. Um, whether they'll bring in any other storylines. I, th- I don't think I finished it. That um, Ezra and Kanan are very similar to Luke Starkiller mm. and one of his mentors in um, in The Force Unleashed. Yep. Where there's a blind old Jedi, Jedi with a ponytail. Mm. And um, that's his kind of his mentor. And then you've got the young Luke, Luke Starkiller. In this one, you've got Kanan Jarrus, who's now a blind old older Jedi Master, well, not a Jedi Master, Jedi with a ponytail, and a young uh, Jedi who's seemingly got some pretty good powers yep. called Ezra rather than Luke Starkiller. Mm. But then how does it, shouldn't really tie into canon unless he changes his name to Luke Starkiller. Yep. Obviously, Starkiller base is in The Force Awakens, so somewhere in the universe, Luke Starkiller is existing in this canon. Yep. Otherwise, I wouldn't call it Starkiller yeah, Starkiller, yeah. So... Something's going on, so it'd be interesting to see whether that emerges out of Rebels or not. But Rebel Season 4 trailer usually two and a half minutes, three minutes of fucking really cool shit. Yep. So that is my number two. Number three is also related to Rebels, and that's the new animated series that Dave Filoni is rumoured to be announcing next week. Is that on Saturday too? Or? I don't know. I think Rebels... I think Rebels was the day after Fourth Awakens last year. Wait, so what time does it start in Australia? No, it was Friday. It was Friday. No, I think Last Jedi will be Friday. Mm. Um, but it all depends on how they sell it to the networks. Because I think, I think like morning shows like Sunrise, NBC, or whatever it fucking mm. is, get access to all this shit first. No, no, what time would it be in Australia when when Celebration begins? Celebration begins in Australia on Friday and ends on Monday. Okay. So um, so it's Thursday to Sunday in the US and Friday to Monday in Australia. Yep. So, which is good. I'm not sure how the times work. It'll all be mornings. It'll all be overnight. Yep. Because it, it is um, when it's about 9 a.m. here in Australia, it's about 6 p.m. in New York. Yep. So, um, so it'll all be... Done in between like two and six a.m. in the morning. Yep, all all of the main panels. Cool. Um, yeah. So new anim- animated series will be coming out. Like I said, I hope it's set after Return of the Jedi in mm. that kind of void we've never had much to do with in the current canon, and they reinvent the Thrawn trilogy in that time frame yep. with a new storyline. That'd be cool. Going on with Thrawn, the next thing is obviously a Thrawn book will be released. Uh, I've got it on pre-order. It'll be interesting to see where that Thrawn book goes with the character, how Timothy Zahn has rewritten the Thrawn trilogy for the new canon, how much of it is different, how much of it is new. That panel will be interesting to see whether or not there's any new amount announcements around Thrawn. I think yep. I think the Thrawn book will be... Uh, there's a, um, a panel about all the canon books which are coming out, yep. so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Thrawn will obviously be the biggest one um, out of them all. So, having that discussion from the probably it'll probably be a panel with the Star Wars Story Group. Mm. Be interesting to see where they the Star Wars Story Group panel last year was. Other than the like the main movie panels, which were super hyped, 
they were the most informative out of them all in yep. terms of where Star Wars is going with all its stories. Han Solo, Star Wars, movie teaser. Oh. Will they have enough footage to give us 15 seconds or something? The production has begun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will they give us 15 seconds? Yeah. You reckon? Why not? It's been... How long has it been since they started shooting? Um, um, well, it was, it'd be, they'd be in... They'd a be month in or so? They'd be in post-production now. Yeah. No. Would it? Oh, no, they started... When did they start? No, they only started in general, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking that's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what's it? Four months of filming? Yeah. They'd have, they would have set up to make sure they had some 15 seconds of footage to yep. show. I'm, I'm happy that's, for that's the gonna, Han Solo yeah. one to be a, a light-on um, trailer, like just very much snippets, short. doesn't have to be too... What I, yeah, I think what I want yeah, just from it... Make it more of a teaser rather than a trailer. Yeah, is just to quell my fears and kind of um, recreate a classic uh, Han Solo Chewy moment and just give us that again and just so you get the link between the two mm. and you understand. So I assume it's going to be a young Chewy. Be how they met, perhaps. Be how they met mm. at a bar over a few drinks. Him winning the Millennium Falcon yeah. off Lando. Him winning. Mm. Yeah, that, that yeah. has to be in the movie. Has yeah. to be in the yeah. Has to be there. Has to be there. So, yeah. So maybe, be, maybe it would be a scene from that, from the way he wins the thing. Yeah, it'd be good if they did like a, like a card playing yeah, scene yeah. for 15 seconds or something. Like, <laughs> like they're focusing on the hand and then yeah. the end, the end ended with a, yeah. a shot and of his then face. Like some dingy like, poker room and. Up on the walls, like instead of the like the dogs playing poker, yeah, yeah. there's like a table of Wookiees playing. <laughs> just like playing. That would be epic if they. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's like in the canteen bar. It's <laughs> a ten, yeah. ten second snippet, yeah. and then then Han Solo. Or yeah. even if because or not in the canteen bar, <clears throat> maybe in Maz's place from Force mm. Awakens. Or they might just announce the name of the movie because they haven't given it a name. Yeah, it's true. I sh- I assume that they keep these ones pretty simple. Like I. Han Solo Star Wars story. Well, I mean, like they could call it something like Smuggler's Run or something, a Star Wars story or something. Yeah. Smuggler's Run, where was that used before? Smuggler's Run, I think they said old like games title or something. How the Millennium Falcon was Sm- won. <laughs> How the yeah, West was won. Yeah. Yeah. Gets the fucking job done. <laughs> Han Solo gets the <laughs> job fucking done. Jumped yeah. Fucking <laughs> does the job. Or is it Oceans Oceans fifteen or something? <laughs> 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 um, next one is from the gaming viewpoint. Obviously, Star Wars Battlefront Two will be releasing their trailer, their first footage of the thing. I want to know how far they've gone in this game with VR, mm-hmm. and also how big the the solo mission campaign will be. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. Oh, I'm concerned about. <laughs> Sorry, bless well, you, sir. After I'm um, playing the first Battlefront VR mission, <laughs> that's going to be hard to top. Because it's yeah. so damn good. Yeah, but I think playing in like, like on the TV screen at the moment, we've got a picture of the of the Grand Canyon. Imagine that was like tan, it's Tantooine, and yeah. you're like, like the, got yeah. sand people and yeah. stuff up on the shooting thing, at you. shooting at yeah. you and stuff, and you're in VR. It'd be a pretty impressive thing to do through. See, it's funny because like when I played that arcade pod up in Queensland, mm-hmm. um, that was very much like what was happening with the VR, but it just wasn't as well executed as the VR. Yeah, 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 It was very jerky and, like, you had to use this, like, 
um, like the pilot controller. Um, there's two of those on the arcade pod. Yeah. But it's very neat, like jerking, act, like. <laughs> my eyes my eyes <laughs> whereas, whereas at least the VR is a bit more gentle like it's a yeah. gentler experience but yeah. I just hope I don't get that vertigo next time cause, yeah well, cause that gonna, was a bit worrying that yeah yeah I think that's you know like should I be driving home after this yeah. what's going on yeah Fuck. I understand yeah I've only got vertigo once still yeah. on that um, on that random mm. game in, 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 in VR worlds like even on the luge game where I'm luging around the streets, like it's kind of I, I don't get sick. Mm. It was only in that one game where I was kind of it felt like I was being forced to slide through the world without actually actioning anything to move through it. Like I wasn't um, I wasn't pressing anything on the controller in my mind or anything mm. to move. Yep. So, like at least when you press a button on the screen and you're watching in two D. You know you're doing something and you're moving, but when you're in that game, you're not doing anything. You're just sliding through the world, yeah. and it's a bit like, yeah, that weird effect when you kind of, uh, I don't know, when you kind of like feel like you're moving but you're not, mm. or something like when an escalator's moving past you or something. Mm. Yeah, you get that weird. How, how many how many times have you played the VR mission in Battlefront? How many times have you had a crack at it? Fully, yeah. probably only five or six, and. Did you like try to press all the buttons in the cockpit to see what they do? And I did that. Muck yeah, around. The second time, I just sat there and just worked it all mucked out. Mucked around and yeah. pressed everything and did everything I could. Yeah. Like flew out as far as I could from to see where the boundary Star was and, and stuff, and then you eventually get a message in your screen mm. telling you to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I just like flying around the um, Princess Leia ship, like just oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. flying. Around it, and you just like you can yeah. loop around. That's it's exactly so what good. Did. When I was in Manx Rebel Fleet, I'd fly around. And have a look. Yeah, like, yeah, this is as close as I'm ever going to get to like yeah. the Rebel Fleet. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so it'll be interesting what they do with that and explain what the game's going to be. It's going to be much bigger than the first one. Exciting. Hopefully, they don't structure it the same. Fucking expensive game, Star Wars Battlefront. Like, in terms of buying the game originally, mm. when I bought it when it first came out, it was like. 70 bucks or something, then a season pass was $90. Oh, like to get all the download con- content and stuff. It's a fucking expensive thing. Helmet cost me fucking 500 bucks. Camera cost me another 100. Better be fucking good the second game. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise, making the list. The guys, <laughs> the guys at EA. EA, EA, EA games, you know what happens when you make an expensive game that isn't any good? You know what happens? You know what happens? They changed their name to EAD, Eat a Dick. <laughs> Eat a Dick Sports. Yes, and they make yeah. the list. <laughs> Eat a Dick Sports. Yeah. So, um, EA Dick. <laughs> yeah, so it'll also be interesting to see. Um, obviously, last year as well, they discussed another Star Wars game that was in development um, from the developers, from the, one of the lead, they brought over one of the lead developers at, um, at Lucas Games who was in charge of Uncharted 2. And um, Uncharted 2, they're obviously going to bring forth the Uncharted style, I think it was like Boba Fett game or mm. something, um, that was never... Oh, um... Oh, it was never developed. Yeah. I can't remember Jeez, the name of it now. Good though. Bloody hell. I put a post of it up on our website at some point earlier on in the year. But yeah, so that first person type... Um, I can smell chops. 
That first person game. Or in your case, the Bratwurst. Uncharted Star Wars. So it'd be interesting where that is in its development. Because they did show little snippets of it last year in terms of what they wanted to do. See how much they've actually done. It'll be interesting. And also what other Star Wars games are coming out. Obviously, um, obviously there was... um, it was kind of like a Skylanders game for Star yeah. Wars last year. They showed. I don't know whether it actually came 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 out or not because I wasn't into it. But hopefully there'll be other Star Wars games other than just Battlefront coming out. Need something else. Yeah, I'd like them to remaster some of the old games, like Dark Forces. Yeah, Dark yeah. Forces, Old Republic, all those yeah. kind of games. Bring those games back, and I, I'd love, I'd love for um for them to do some point and click type adventure games. Similar to what they did with The Walking Dead, um, just those kind of uh, storytelling-based games where the decisions you make in the game actually mm-hmm. change something that's in the game. They don't make the canon, but it'd be cool to do. Anyway, so hopefully there'll be some cool gaming news, and also E3 is coming up soon. So I'll be wondering to see what they if they don't tell us that much yet. Um, at uh, Star Wars Celebration, how much they'll tell us of E3. Because they may be saving stuff for there as well. Yep. Now, my final point for Star Wars Celebration has to do with toy releases. Now, as you know, I'm a collection of vintage Kenner and have delved off into the new Star Wars Rebels range a little yep. bit. So, Did you see what he got, James? Yeah, I just noticed that before. And oh, the Y-Wing? Not, not, uh, yeah. not too shabby at all. The U-Wing, yeah. yeah. It's a nice thing. Is that... Um, Who's the bloke in that's, the that's Cassian? Cassian Andor. Oh, Cassian, right. Yeah. So is that one of the first releases from Rogue One? Or? Yeah, that and the that and the Tie Fighter, which which is in my other room. Oh, and that's yeah, because that's the black one with the mm. red. No, no, yeah. no. These are no. the these, these are the Rogue. Oh ones. no, this is Rogue One. This yeah. is different. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I'm getting my Force Awakens mixed. So in. that for anyone that wants. All Rogue One toys are on clearance here in Australia at the moment. So if you want to get something that you didn't want to pay 120 bucks for, now's the time. Because that cost, so me, that cost have me 40 you opened it? No, I'm not opening that for the time being. Oh, okay. Um, just because it's so big. Mm. When you open up the wings, I've got nowhere to put it. So yeah, I'd rather yeah, just display yeah. packaging yeah. as it is because it's quite nice. Yeah. So it kind of, I, I appreciate this current packaging. Now much more. They than, always nail the headers on their packaging, don't they? They yeah. make it look really cool. And it's kind of like... For a while, their Star Wars would show the toy inside the box just through the cellophane, like the yeah. actual toy itself, oh, yeah. rather than having an image of it. Right. And I hated that that packaging, so I'm glad they they've done the artwork for it because that's pretty cool artwork. That's on yeah. So I'm not a big fan of the figure down the corner, but mm. I can live with that. That's fine. Yeah, mm. but yeah, toys onto toys now. Rebels, we discussed Rebels before. Yep. Season four coming up. There's no way we can go into season four Rebels, four years of this damn show. Without the- with there's one character in there. It's it's the ghost, the main ship where the crew is on, on all the packaging of the toys, the figures. They're the ghost crew, the ghost crew, the ghost crew. They've got no ship. fucking ship. Give us the ghost. <laughs> we just need it. Mm. Everyone wants it. It's in Rogue One for God's sake. Give us the ghost. Mm. That is my number one Uno thing. That I don't care. I almost don't number care. Number one Uno. That's that's the uno, that's the numero Uno. <laughs> the number one Uno. That's the number one. Number one. <laughs> so yeah. So um, 
I'd almost don't want the last Jedi. Tra- I'd rather have the ghost in the last Jedi trailer. Yep, that's where I'm at. Mm, okay, that's okay. Fair enough. Number two, they need some cool figures from the Rebel series that they need to bring out. They brought out pretty much all of the figures from the movies. Some of the lesser and characters, kind of all the the team from Rogue One and stuff. They've they've, they've all pretty much come out. What's the the one that lies between uh, the good and the bad? What's his name? Uh, the Bendu. Bendu, yeah. Do the Bendu they need no. The Bendu yeah. they need to bring out. Yeah. He's he's on my list. Yep. And that needs to be like a rancor size yep. thing. It needs to be big. You don't know who the Bendu is. You may have seen him in trailers. He's massive. But you will see him soon. Okay. You will see him soon. You know who the Bendu is. But yeah, that needs to be rancor size. He's from Burundi. Yeah. 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 It's an Afrikaner name. He farms goats. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a a goat farmer. He looks like a big moose. Uh, Half moose, half monkey kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. But he's at one with the force. Yeah. And the force is one with him. The force is one with him. (laughs) 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 Number two, I've got... You would have seen these characters before Rebels. They were around on season one. They were around in Clone Wars. It's, it's Hondo the pirate and his pirates. Mm. Like we, oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. in the Kenner figures, we got fucking heaps of these random fucking skiff guards and shit from, yeah. from, from Jabba's Palace who we didn't know the fucking name of. We had characters in, puff, in puppy shirts who were on there for two seconds. Yet, this character and all his pirates never been seen in any figures. How are kids supposed to recreate their worlds? And he's the funniest character probably yep. in the cartoon series. Grand Moff Tarkin. Rogue One didn't happen. Didn't happen in the original Kenner series and hasn't happened in Rebels yet. So I want either a Rogue One figure or a Rebels figure. I actually prefer a Rebels figure. Because I think yeah. it'd be cool. Like, if they tried to accurately create a creepy old man, yeah. I don't know whether anyone would really buy it. <laughs> but, in, but, in, but in Rebels, he'd be kind of cool. Yep. Wedge Antilles never had a real proper figure. He did have in the like the Power of the Force range and yeah. stuff, but never in the original and not in Rebels. It'd be cool to put him in, in as a Rebels figure when he's in his um, Imperial training suit, when he's yeah. in the black TIE fighter suit. That that would be cool. The Eighth Brother is one of the Inquisitors that they never made a figure of. He popped up in the conclusion of Season 3. He hasn't got a figure. Lando, who was in the last season of of Rebels for an episode. Yeah. No. no, he he needs a Rebels figure. AP5, who's one of the droids, the Imperial droid in yeah. this season Rebels, he needs a figure. Obi-Wan needs a Rebels figure now yeah. to, so he can face off with Maul. They need a Y-Wing fighter. In terms of like the ships, the Y-Wings, they need a yeah. Rebel because they play a vital role in Rebels. Like this entire season three... All you've virtually seen is Y-Wings. I think next episode of Rebels, you'll see the X-Wings finally emerge. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, you've only seen Y-Wings. So. And finally, and this will be the greatest thing that's ever happened to Star Wars Rebels, the Imperial shuttle from you know from Return of the Jedi, the big Imperial shuttle that they come in, those also are one of the main ships in Star Wars Rebels Season 3. Mm-hmm. They seem to just get around on those willy-nilly. Yep. They've got plenty of those in there. Rebels have stolen plenty of them, apparently. They just fly around them and everywhere yep. they fucking go. So <laughs> that would be all the toys that I'm looking forward to. Yep. Don't complicate things too much. Those new Black Series fucking toys that we saw with... Um, A target. With No, no. You remember the, you remember when we watched that video in the last podcast with that weird guy who, who did the toy oh, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had... <laughs> and he was like super... 
He loved the My Little was, Ponies. Yeah. yeah, big gay Al, and he yeah. was happy to <laughs> happy to wander around. And then they showed us the figures of those black series with the yeah. lightsabers that were like flanks. Yeah. yeah. To all you lovers of the black series Star Wars, go fuck yourselves. Now. Um, <laughs> now. <laughs> we're losing our fans here. <laughs> yeah, well, well. If, if you're a series of black series, I don't want you. Um, <laughs> now, let's skip forward here. Um, we'll have a quick discussion as we close out. Firstly, we'll have a quick discussion about Iron Fist. Then we'll close out with Nintendo. Yeah. So, Iron Fist. Sounds like a sex toy. Iron Fist. That's the, that's the best line in the whole thing. Yeah. Well, there was quite a bit of kerfuffle before the series came out um, with critics who had seen the series before it got released to the public. I actually didn't watch it. Because uh, for like two weeks, because of the oh, because the critics, critics reviews. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then after you watch it and you told me, then yeah, like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So the critics reviews before um, before Iron Fist came out on Netflix were highly negative of the show. White, they said the series was whitewashed. Yeah, fourteen percent. So and it didn't deserve fourteen. Yeah, they did not deserve fourteen percent. Maybe seventy. So this is where social justice warriors have fucking gone mad, and. Need to. F- this is why Donald Trump wins wins elections because yeah. you do this kind of crazy shit. Do not do this crazy shit because people will just rebel against you. You fucking cry wolf so many times and yeah. oh this is bullshit. This is bullshit. people will rebel against you even yeah. though you're on the right side of the cultural yeah. wars. You'll end up on the wrong side of them, even though you're right. Yeah. So they got. Could, there's no way that this series was whitewashed. If they would have read the comic books or done any research whatsoever, rather than just looked at what the actual product was. If you understood how comic books are structured, how that universe is structured, then it's it's um it's not fathomable how you could come up with that score or why you would do it. So you've got people reviewing this show. I mean you could say they should review it because they're from the outside. So you're getting an outside opinion. But now it seems that, yeah, you let those people review it and now you've got other reviewers unwilling to say what they really think because they're scared of oh, getting but, shouted yeah. down. Yeah. Now, the, the entire furfy, the entire problem is, it's not a furfy, the entire problem is this, but is that it was whitewashed. That Danny Rand's a white character in effectively what sh- should have been factored in is like he has to go in and... Um, and save the world instead of it being an Asian character mm. saving the world. He, Wait, was he, he Asian in the comics? No, no. So what was the? Well, this is just it. Uh-huh. So, so it's kind of like so he's going in and like, oh, why wasn't an Asian chosen to mm. save the world? Well, it, but but that's and then and then it's stereotyping yeah. all martial artists as Asian. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what the fuck is going on here with you people? Like, you choose. Why wasn't it a? Why didn't they choose? Why isn't Denny Rand a African American woman? Mm. Why isn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like why? Because that's the story that was told thirty years ago, yeah. and that's the story as it is. It's not being reimagined no. and not being retold. You have your wins now and again with Ghostbusters and stuff, and you see the rebellion against it. It was just when you don't stick to. Fictional storylines. This isn't real. No one thinks it's real. No one sees the storylines as real. The underlining 
values of comic books isn't in the characters. It's, it's in their it's in their motivations and their deeds. It doesn't matter if they're black. It doesn't matter if they're Asian. It doesn't matter if they're white. Yeah. It's how they act, not what they look like. No one wants to be fucking Martian man killer. Yeah. But he he fucking but you understand what he is and his character and his motivations. Yeah. That's the value in it. Not no one goes. Oh Jesus, that fucking Martian. He should have been fucking. He should have Mexican. He should have been Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he Mexican? How how come we need a savior yeah. from another world to come yeah. and save us? Why can't we save ourselves? Yeah. So it's, why why wasn't he a human? Yeah. Like it's just those kind of crazy arguments that we had here. And then when you watch the show, oh, and the first one, oh, the show's boring. It's got no action in it. It's fucking amazing. It's action in the first yeah. episode. I just when I sat there and watched it, I was like. I couldn't put the two together in any way, sense, or form of where they and, could have come from other than just pure belligerence. And, and the difference, like, in the ratings, what were they, 14%? Yeah. And the audience gave it, like, somewhere in the 80s. Yeah. So if you look at the difference. Yeah, it's enormous. Yeah. It's huge. Like, I can understand people not liking it, like a few people not liking it. That's normal. A few people didn't like Daredevil yeah. dead, 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 dead and whatnot. But... Like, if you compare to Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, mm-hmm. it wasn't the best out of the four. I prefer, I enjoyed it more than Jessica Jones and, okay. and, 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 and Luke Cage. But that being said, I enjoyed them all. Yeah. But I've, I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed the Iron Fist story more than those two storylines. Yeah. Um, all great shows, but yeah. I mean, it's not as good as Daredevil. Like, Daredevil Season 1 yeah. was Luke's full forward. Will always be the best one out of them yeah. all. That's why I'm looking forward to the Punisher yeah. and see where. That's why Iron Fist, because when I heard of Iron Fist, it's kind of like it's it's Netflix's first fail. Mm. They failed at something. I was, I was like, no, they didn't. Like, no, nah, this is perfect. Yeah. This is just because the critics say it. Yeah, yeah, this. Like, I think they. Yeah, it's difficult to explain. Like, and the villain. My, What's his name? Amazement. What's his name? David David Wenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Aussie amazing. Yeah, he was really good. All. I think the brother and sister um, were a bit annoying at the start, but as their characters developed, it became when more. When he started huge. to get crazy, I loved his acting. Yeah, when he got crazy, yeah. and I think when his the sister became, uh, let her emotions develop yeah, a bit yeah. more, rather than trying to act like her brother. Yeah. Then the storyline really evolved, and, and but I didn't out. like it that uh, Danny Rand had to make the announcement that he's the Iron Fist. Yeah. All, the, all the time, like every yeah. five minutes. Yeah, I am the Iron Fist. I'm the Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 you can't get your chi, mate. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, but focus your chi. I mean, like the, I mean, like the critics didn't mention oh that the episode also, um, uh, like Colleen Wing in Marvel Universe is pretty uh, C or D grade type yeah. character that no one really knows about. Yeah. They didn't talk about how much they propelled that character up into the upper ech- yeah. echelons of the of the storylines. Mm. What they did for that character and how good she was in the yeah. television show. They just failed to ignore that. They, yeah, the night nurse. Yeah, they failed. Yeah, her her her, her ongoing development and training didn't did, no, didn't say about that. No. They didn't want to know anything about that. They just wanted to say Danny okay. Rand. Danny Rand yeah. wasn't an Asian dude. That was the end of their yeah. thing. It was like, and yeah, it it probably hasn't got as many exciting fighting sequences as Daredevil, especially Dead yeah. Daredevil. The Dead Daredevil sequence in the hallway 
The continuous shot. Yeah, the continuous shot. Yeah. It's still yeah. like where, no one will ever do where that. Where he's again. got the gun taped to his hand. Yeah. yeah, no one will ever yeah. do that again. It's fucking movie quality yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, that was like a movie. Yeah, quality fight sequence. It was crazy. So in that sense, yeah, and yeah, but I, 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 I love Iron Fist. I, it's right up there but, as much as I like the other ones. I'd give it a seven. That's what I thought. Yeah, I gave it eight and a half. I gave it. I thought it was really good. Because there were some cringeworthy moments in there. Yeah. Compared to the rest. Yeah. They tried, to make, again, they tried to make it a bit lighter. <coughs> but then again, I really like Colin Wick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And Jessica cool. Henwick. Yeah, Jessica Henwick. Who, who was in Game of Thrones? Who was in Game of Thrones and also in Force Awakens. Yeah. As one of the pilots of one of the X-Wings in the um, trench scene as they blew up Starkiller Star Base. She actually escaped and lived, so there's a chance yeah. she could be in episode eight mm. as one of the pilots. It'd be interesting. So yeah, go watch Iron Fist. Don't yeah, go watch Iron Fist. So to all the social justice critics out there who rated this show fourteen percent before before it came out, you you know what's going to happen to you. You've just made the list. <laughs> now, <laughs> big news in gaming this week: Jim Bob finally he finally got it. <laughs> finally got his finally finally. <coughs> well, I I have to thank you for that because you sent us a message. Saying, oh, um, that you'd seen them on the shelf or don't, you'd heard that they were going to come in. Don't thank me. Thank the people at Gizmodo who released articles oh, right away. Oh, Gizmodo, so, yeah. So, okay. so, Giz, so Gizmodo were quick on the ball. Let everyone know that, um, yeah, the online um, stock had gone. Yeah. But the stores were especially stocking yeah. um, in-store product only that you yeah. could get. So I was lucky because um, cause what was it, at 10 a.m., um, a friend at work rang up one of the J- JBs mm-hmm. and then she told me, oh, there's actually one left. At, um, that, sorry, there was four left at JB Hi-Fi and Paran. So I was on the blower straight away and they only had one on left. And then I go, look, put my name down. Can I put my name down? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, Yes. <laughs> you got till nine PM tonight to go get it. So cool. ran down and and then when I said oh, when I was in the JV, I'm <laughs> like walking up to the counter. And I'm getting all like sweaty palms. How, how, and how, fast, little... how fast did you run to JB Hi-Fi from the car? <laughs> well, we just parked right out of the front, yeah. but but I was the closer I got to the counter, the more it's excited like, I was. Abby, so, I'm I, sorry, sir. We've all sold out. Yeah, just kind of easy. I guess nah, that would have happened to me. Yeah, if I would have walked up the JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. I've got oh you've got twenty left yes yeah, sorry well some guy just bought all all twenty but no. I had it reserved yes yeah, sorry they have, a, they have a picture of me on the desk like they look at the picture Cal let's fuck him up let's fuck up his order yeah. <laughs> anyway you but um so yeah and then and then I go oh, look I'm here to pick it up for James she, oh yeah yeah she just went into the storeroom oh, so wait, just, you paid before or? no I paid oh. after they gave okay. it to me mm. but um she crept it off the floor brought it up to me and showed me and I'm like. This box is big as my hand. It's the same size as a book. How small is this thing? It literally is that mini. Yeah. And um, yeah, ninety nine dollars later. Um, yeah, I, I had it in my hot little hands. Yeah. <laughs> you were like Dave Chappelle when he got the marijuana <laughs> in half baked. <laughs> but um, what, what I need to watch that film. What they didn't have though, uh, which is unusual, but the, there's an after. There's two brands of aftermarket controllers that you can get. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one's like a black one that's a copy. Yep. And then there's another aftermarket one that is kind of like, looks exactly like the controller in the Nintendo one. The great one. controller, yep. But the beauty of the, the $20 one, which mm-hmm. is, it was only like $4 more expensive. Yeah. It's got a... Turbo button or something? No, oh, I wish it had that, but um, the it had two cords. So the actual cord length of the bonus controller yeah. was th- three meters. Yeah. And there's a separate two meter cable. An adapter. An adapter, which you can put into the other controller. Oh, thank Which on. means... Hang on a minute. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. That, that when, when I got home, because uh, mm-hmm. I had to go to Campbell the next mm-hmm. day to get the second controller. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I sat on the couch with my wife and we played um, Mario Brothers and Gradius for like hours. Yeah. Because and, when... Because we could sit back on the couch and didn't have to be right up next to the because TV. Because when you, when you and... Dan sent through the photos of you guys playing it, yeah. and I saw the length of that cable. Yeah. I was just like, "Is this is this a cable for?" Dan, Dan was like so close to the <laughs> TV. Like, I know, <laughs> he's actually attached to the TV. It's gone. Is this is this a controller for ants? <laughs> but but um, once I fired it up, like the beauty of it too is like you turn it on. It loads straight away. Yep. You choose a game straight away. Mm-hmm. It loads up the game straight away. You can exit out of it, but there's no button on the controller mm-hmm. to exit out of a game. So you actually have to physically go and press the reset button. Old school. But what that does That's is cool. it, it creates a save point yeah. of whatever game you're playing. And if you choose to um, relinquish that save point, you've got four slots per game to save it. So if I play Mega Man 2, which is a ridiculously hard game, I can try and do a level perfect and then keep building on that mm. over time and learning all the other levels and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so but the fact that I can sit and play two player, mm. the two player Mario Brothers is just ridiculously That good. is that is both good and bad to me. In terms of a it's good that they've thought of that in terms of yeah, when the, the original Nintendo came out we had a lot more time to sit in front of games and do stuff. But it also is how what games are designed for. Yeah. They, they get progressively harder and pattern recognition and you yeah. go back yeah, to the yeah. start. And that was part of the stress. The dying stress in games was 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 massive. So having those same po- save points in all game kind of takes that stress out of dying, mm. I suppose. But I mean you may have fifteen, twenty minutes to play these games, and that's not enough to play an old game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And mm. And and I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. Where I've got heaps of time. Like, yeah, you're I've, a kid at home. You're not going to wreck every day. I get yeah, home exactly. from work. And yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you're not getting home from uni and no. sitting down and just going. Oh, I've got a class this afternoon. Oh, pass me the ball. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the good but the other good thing too is like um, Trish was a Sega girl when yeah. she was a kid. Yeah. So all she knows is Sega, Master System, yeah. Mega Drive. Yeah. So all this Different Nintendo world. stuff is all brand new to her. That'd be so she's marvelous. never she's never played Super Contra, wow. never played Zelda, never played Mario. Like, never played Mario? No, because she was amazing. a Sega girl. That's amazing. See, I was lucky. I I I I had both. Yeah. So I was lucky. Yeah, I had both the black. Yeah. I black when scene. I was a kid, I hired both consoles from the local mm. game shop. But um, yeah, well, I had a Nintendo. I tried them. I had a Nintendo with the light gun and Robbie the Robot. <laughs> and, and I had the Duck Hunt game and Super, oh, wow. Super, and Super Mario Brothers. 
And then um, it was back in the day when you could go down to whoever the video store was at that point, mm-hmm. probably Blockbuster or something, and you could rent the cartridges. Yeah. And, and they were like uh, three for $5 yeah. for the week. I reckon it's I spent... crazy. I reckon I spent more on Battletoads than Battletoads cartridge. <laughs> oh, Battletoads, yeah. Than most men alive. I never actually bought the game. Mortal Kombat. Mortal oh, Kombat. That was a great game to rent with your friends. So I bought... Fuck, oh, I haven't got Mortal Kombat. Fuck it. Let's go rent it. I, and I just sit there the all Boy. night and just fucking I play. I just played on the Game Boy. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. So has Nintendo Mini got a storefront where you can buy extra games? Or has, do you think it's a facility to possibly I'd, do that? I'll have to look at the intro menu. Mm. Uh, I don't think so because there's nothing where it like latches onto the and Wi-Fi or anything. Does it have any so. ports or anything where you can plug anything in? Like a USB it's, port? It's in? two two ports in the front yeah. for the controllers. And then there's a USB, the smaller yeah. USB, yeah. which goes to a charge cable. But I'm I'm having to use my iPhone adapter. USB adapter. Yeah, okay. To charge. Yep. Um, and then the, the power cable is a weird one. It's got like a weird uh, like little adapter I've never seen oh. before. So mm. it's very sort of proprietary type looking yeah. kind of ports. Do you need to connect to Wi-Fi or anything? No. No, I don't, no. I don't think you can. Okay. But they do have, instead of putting the manuals of the games on each of the game, mm. They just give you a QR code, which you got to scan and go to oh, the yeah, website yeah. on your phone to like, learn how to. Because I have no yeah, fucking idea how to play Zelda. It's so weird. Like the, you got to put a name in. I don't know what mm, it all yeah, means. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, I'll walk around. I can't shoot or attack. I just have to run from all the characters. Mm. It's a weird game. Yeah, but I, I want to learn how to do it. And I'm just wondering if there was a scope for maybe like, um, <laughs> whether or not there would be scope for a Wi-Fi adapter or something. That you can plug in, in the future, and maybe like next year they release another thirty games, which mm, you can yeah. add to your library or something. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Rather than, I mean, like, but the, look, put it this way: the thirty games they chose for it mm. are all hot, yeah. are all great, and mm. you know, for, you know, it's 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 a it's it really is a novelty mm. item. Mm. But um, yeah, it's strange actually. I find it because I mean, are you are guys aware of the flashback machines for Atari and? Although, so they're a very similar premise to what Nintendo Mini's done. Like ma- MAME-driven no, ones? It looks, it looks like the original um, Atari. Yeah. Oh. So there's a new one. It's got preloaded like... Yeah. 100 games. 100 or something. games yeah. or something on it. And they, they brought one out for the Atari. I think they brought one there out... There is a Mega Drive one that you can get, yeah. but it's not Sega-based. It's yeah. actually a third-party yeah. company. Yeah, that... so it's, it's just strange that this has worked so well. Yeah. It's the same premise. Like you can't download any extra mm. things; just plug it straight into your television. You got control. Yeah. I, I just think there's yeah. an SD flash card inside it. That's all I literally think is. It well, is. yeah. Well, I, I was looking on. I was looking on eBay just to see what the current prices were after you got your. Oh yeah. To see whether or not they were still four hundred. Four hundred. No, they're down to like two hundred and stuff. Oh, that's good. So that's which good. you'd be expected. Yeah. But yeah, but there were but there was all these modding services for them now. Ooh. Where you get it modded and you get have like six hundred games oh. on, your, on your NES Mini for like forty bucks. No, so I mean, like I'd be interested. I, I want to find someone that's done it. <laughs> see what the story is, and maybe there's someone on YouTube that's done. It. I'll have to have a look around. Oh, I'd have to see that. That's great. But yeah, because if you're just modding, if you're just swapping out a memory card, yeah, yeah 
Like it's probably just an SD card or something. It's sliding mm. in there. It, it is shocking how small the unit is, though. Yeah, that's what I'm. It literally is shocking. Like when I saw so it sitting tiny. on the floor of your apartment, <laughs> and it was just like looked like a box of KFC. Chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, smaller than a box of KFC chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really, really mm. cool. Because the original was way bigger than that. Yeah, it was yeah. like the size of two books stacked yeah. on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. but I, if if you can get your hands on one, um, and like I, I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I'm filling in a little thing that I, I kind of missed out on in my childhood, mm. I guess. Yeah. Cause, yeah, cause yeah, I'm just being my old one. Because we, we were a PC household, so all mm. the games I played were on, were on a PC. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really get consoles, but... Yeah. But well, it, it's, it, it is good. All I need to do is to get like a really long HDMI cable... Mm. Uh, oh, that's the other thing about it too. Um, the razor sharp color design and fidelity. Because you're not when you're looking at a, a, a like a HD TV, mm. you can't see the pixels anymore. Yep. Whereas if you were sitting thirty centimeters away from a um, CRT monitor, you could yeah. actually see the blocks. the blocks and the way it breaks up the image. So what you're looking at is like this beautiful, just pure like. Pure blacks, pure like pure color, hmm. and there's no like color changing in the corner of the screen. But the other thing too is the way the emulation works, or however it works, seems to um, follow exactly the way the original Tendo used to stutter oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when, like, when things get a bit crazy in Mega hmm. Man, like it actually slows the game down. Yeah. So. Yeah, I noticed that in Super Metroid, and that they 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 they're like exact copies. That's cool. Um, but it's funny using the old controller again. It's like, wow, my yeah. thumb is starting to get yeah, numb. Oh yeah, oh, tapping remember, all the time. I remember my thumb just. Jeez. Like, it, yeah, just like it was like the top of your nail or something became like calloused. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just like a piece of rubber at the yeah. top of your hand. Because yeah. Couldn't feel it, yeah. Yeah, couldn't feel it. It's just like yeah. pressing it so often, it like, like drove the blood out of your hand. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, that's cool. I'm, my next big job, though, is to teach Trish how to run and jump off the edge of the top of the cliff thing to the flag and Mario. Oh, yeah. Because she's still having trouble with that. Yeah. And I go, that just, is a dig a world master. Yeah, that's yeah. skill. But she, but like in Gradius, like she, she got to the end boss before I did. And I was trying to chase all the power-ups like early on and she actually got to the boss before me. So she's a quick learner and mm. she said it's the most fun she's had in ages, like just mm. mucking around with the two-player game because, I mean, I've got two controllers for the Xbox, but, mm. yeah, like I've got the Mega Drive game for the 30 Mega Drive games for the Xbox. We did that one a little bit too. Those ones, I find those, like when you get Atari games or... In my on case, Xbox, for, my case for PlayStation, I think it was PlayStation <sighs> Two. I got a series called Intellivision Lives, which is for those retro consoles up there that I've got. Oh, yes, Intellivision yes. ones. And it's kind of like because the controllers were discs, and when you change that controller pattern over, the game just doesn't quite mm. work oh. properly. Oh, because you know, on those games you've got a control pad, you had a number pad, like a twelve-digit number pad, where each key on it did something within the game and mm. then you've had the disc control your thing in the side oh. and things are firing. Very different controller. Yeah. And when you went across to a PlayStation controller, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's almost like they needed to recreate something, especially some kind of special adapter just for mm. just for that. So that's the only thing that I kind of find a bit weird is the controllers, the modern controllers playing mm. playing the retro game. True. Very true. Mm. Yeah. Um. But as much as you love the Nintendo Mini, and it's obviously a fantastic product. Yep. Great price too for what it is. But for having a controller <laughs> that's possibly the first indented controller in video game his- history, having a controller that's two centimeters long, guys at Nintendo, you've made the list. <laughs> <laughs> you've made the <laughs> list. <laughs> now, um, we're going to wind something up quickly now with a topic that's close to my heart. You guys aren't so into it much. Last Monday was WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, oh, right, eh? big WrestleMania show went down. It was, was actually, my doppelganger in it. He was. Ooh. He fought against Chris, Chris, Chris Jericho, who is the curator in the WWE world of the list. Oh. Yeah. So he is right. He, he is the list dude. If you buy his buy his t shirt, his, <laughs> his t shirt reads, "You've just made the list." Yeah. See, I, I, you've been posting all these obscure <laughs> memes, memes on yeah. your page. Yeah. I'm like, what? Is, what? What? Yeah. Carl, go to bed. Only, only, <laughs> only the only the one percent of wrestling fans in Australia will know. <laughs> and I don't think any of my other friends are wrestling fans. So I don't think anyone. Knows <laughs> I think what the fuck's wrong with Carl? But um, yeah, it was a massive show. Obviously, WrestleMania was Orlando this year. Actually, now in hindsight, I'm kicking myself in the nuts for not the organizing nuts. a trip to go over with WrestleMania and Star Wars Celebration three weeks within within two weeks yeah. of each other in Orlando. Well, well how is that possible? You never take holidays. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. Besides yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking myself in the nuts. That would have been the perfect holiday and the most convenient way to have done both those things yep. in a couple of weeks. I would have just been sitting on Miami Beach right now. Pina coladas. Pina coladas. If you like me, Probably me. waiting for Russian miss, missiles to head over from Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but as far as the show well, goes... Well, no, th- those, those missiles are going to be useless because um, Lockheed Martin have um, designed or they've made a laser that can just shoot missiles out of the sky. Have they? Yeah. Really? I, I read about it. I hope so. Yeah. We're going to need it. Yeah. Because apparently that Star Wars system in space was all fake. Yeah. There was no Star Wars system. Uh, okay. Lasers, but this was not laser. an eighty. Yeah. So you can't just. But be no, shooting they've, lasers they've got the some sort of. Uh, I think. Uh, no, I, you either have the laser on a boat or something. But yeah, you, it can just. Yeah, we just and, you just overheat something or something. Yeah, right? it's mm. crazy. Yeah, because when you see those massive lasers that they use, especially in physics labs or something, yeah. to burn to, through a piece of paper. <laughs> no, well, they actually. Um, well, I can't remember what it was, but. They've got these. They get these granules of some material or something, and they when they shoot the laser, it it um, replicates the power of the um, sun for a brief period of time in terms of burning. It. Wow! Crazy. So super intense, like kilometers long. This laser goes beaming around to like gain its power, and then it just explodes this stuff. And you just you can watch it in the. That's you might go. that's James Bond kind of stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Super lasers, like super strong lasers. Hail Hydra. Amazing stuff. Hail Hydra. Um, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Do you have in Civil War, bro? Do you have in Marvel, bro? <laughs> you in Marvel? Oh, I've only seen Civil War once. Yeah. So, um, uh, now, back to wrestling. Yes. Sorry. Because I wanted to make this short and sharp. Because I wanted to just add this to the list. Yeah. 
great WrestleMania show overall. Had really good matches on it. Probably too many matches, so they kind of usually wrestle really good wrestling match takes 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes to really yeah. build storyline and an ending. So they're all kind of like at the most 20 minutes long. Mm. So it's kind of a bit frustrating that they never really got to real big climaxes, a lot yeah. of them. But there were some fantastic uh, um, matches in there between your doppelganger, your doppelganger, ganger, Kevin doppelganger. Owens. Your doppelganger. Your doppelganger, Kevin Owens. Mm. Kevin Owens. And Chris Jericho. That was a great match. Um, um, what other great matches were there? Um, my greatest, most favorite wrestlers of all time, the Hardy Boys came back. Can't believe they came there. They came back, Jeff and Jeff and Matt Hardy. So for those who don't know, Jeff and Matt Hardy have been in another wrestling uh, company called T- TNA, and uh. they've developed what they call the Matt Hardy's Broken Universe, where he's become this crazy southern kind of creepy mansion mm. owner dude, and Jeff Hardy's <laughs> become this zombified kind of dude. <laughs> Anyway, they came up with all these cool chants. That's that's where the delete, 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 delete comments have come uh, from. I think mm. um, because he always says whenever, whenever he need, whenever he's finding someone, um, they need to be d- deleted, delete, delete. Anyway, the crowd went nuts. They were deleting all over the place. They haven't <laughs> been back in seven years. The fucking place lifted off. The roof lifted I off think the joint. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy is the most acrobatic wrestler yeah. ever. Like Jeff Hardy went up like he's thirty nine now. Yeah. He went up the top of a twenty foot ladder oh. and done did what they call the swanton swanton bomb, which is where you flip over one hundred eighty degrees and you land mm-hmm. with your back on your opponent. <gasps> and these two guys were laying on top of ladders and went through them. So he's thirty nine years old. He's still doing that. He was doing that when he was nineteen years old. Wow! And he just does the most amazing flips and moves that you ever see. Never had an injury. The dude mm. has never had an injury. It's he's like just just this athletic freak. Maybe he just takes good care I, of himself. I love this title too. Like. The colors that he wore, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's still and he's still doing that now. So he's still he's still really really cool guy. Like he's got through all these drug problems and stuff. He's clean. He's had he's got a family. He's good. So yeah, so that was an awesome match. And then obviously, um, this was the night that the Undertaker, who was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, he retired. Oh, so but he lost to my most hated wrestler, Roman Reigns. The WWE giving a big push to. So that was really disappointing, and that kind of. From that point on, which was the second last match, they went they went to the Brock Lesnar Goldberg match, which was fucking Brock uh, Bill Goldberg, fifty years old, mm. and it's like the last Wrestle match WrestleMania they had, <laughs> which was like I think twelve years ago, is classed as the worst WrestleMania match, and it is the worst WrestleMania match of all time by so far that I don't think it's even possible to get a worse wrestling match than. Than what it was. If we went in the ring, we could put on a better match than they put on mm. that, that night. So it was really pitted out towards the end. And also, my most hated wrestler, Randy Orton, who's up there, remember? Randy Orton. He won. He he won the title back from Bray Wyatt, who's kind of like the new Undertaker. He's kind of like the creepy cult super 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 supernatural dude. Yeah. Never they never let him win really on pay per views or give him any good storylines to work. They finally gave him the belt. He finally won. He got the WrestleMania, and they fucking took it off him again. Kind of like, what are you fucking doing? Who is fucking writing this shit? Who is booking these matches? You've got fucking great storylines going on here, and you fucked them all up. All of them in the end. You fucked up my WrestleMania. It was going so well until then. Anyway, to the writers and to the bookers at WWE, you made the list, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of this podcast. It's been a good one. We've had some fun. Jim, 
Jim Bob's got to go have naps. Yeah, he is. Done. He looks slow, bay. And I need, I need a post disco nap. And and Jono and Jono's got to go have naps as well. He's flying out tomorrow. All packed. Shit's All packed. packed. Ready to go. You coming? Yeah. You coming in tomorrow? Yeah, you are. And then you're going tomorrow night. Yeah. Straight to your are, you, are you doing a full day of work or? Yeah, full day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going straight straight to my friend's place yeah. and then because you got to be there four hours early, yeah. four or three hours. Early. Yeah, because we're talking about doing a car cast out to the airport. Yeah, if we're going to do a plane cast, yeah, do a plane <laughs> cast. That would get do like I said, do find a good movie that's on there, yeah, and, and then just talk about and it. And yeah. do a movie review yeah, on the plane. That's cool. That'd that's be cool. cool. I'm sorry, sir, you got to turn your airport off. Yeah, <laughs> sir, uh, can you, can you please keep it down with yeah. the. Uh, you, if you had these complaints that you keep saying motherfucker all the time, um, <laughs> sir, there are children on this plane. No, yeah. Sir, can um, you please turn your phone off? Our plane is plumbing out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> sir, could you please put your pants up? <laughs> put, put your pants back on, <laughs> sir. Uh, sir, this is not a nude flight. Can you, uh, <laughs> please put your clothes back on. Can you close the door when you use the toilet, please? And please put your cigarette out too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um... So, um, you get you'd get you'd get tied to a chair if you had a ciggy yeah. on a plane. They'd tie you up to the chair <laughs> with zip t- with zip ties. Oh, um, so we found this um, this dildo in the toilet. <laughs> um, we just assumed it was yours. <laughs> it has your name on it. <laughs> yeah, you got your name on. We saw your passport photo and it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. Anyway, so how long are you gone for? Two, two weeks. weeks. Enjoy. Like two. Enjoy. And then when you come back, I'm You're off gone. work for two weeks. You're off yeah. for two weeks. I won't see him because the next day that I come back, the mm-hmm. next day is Anzac Day. Oh yeah, so, yeah. And then I, okay. I take. Yeah, Wednesday I won't see Jim Bob for like a month. Oh, cool. Oh, that's that's, oh, that's oh, right. Elsa. Elsa. <laughs> um. Okay, we're out. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks. We'll do our. One of us, one of us, two of us, either you and me or you and me, we'll do our Star Wars Celebration review. And then Guardians of the Galaxy when I get back. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we'll do that. Excellent. Yeah, for sure. I think we're already booking tickets to that with the the, the family, so. There's another film coming up soon, too. Fast and the Furious. The Fate of the Furious. When's Alien coming in? That must be soon. Something coming out. And and, uh, Game of Thrones starting soon. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things must be soon too. Mm. Yeah. So, lots of stuff. Wonder mm. Woman. And I, I've Wonder, entered, yeah, the Wonder Woman. That's the one <laughs> I think. And I've recently entered the world of Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Good uh, after what twenty years? Yeah, you're a long way from the end. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Buffy to go through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then seem. if if you go through Buffy, then the odds are that you're going to spin off into Angel. Angel. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff. And then into Bones. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bones. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff ahead of you. Anyway, we'll cool. catch you in a week. Um, enjoy your Star Wars celebration. We'll be posting the live, live feeds on our Facebook, Twitter, and website. So if you ever want to check, check any of that, we'll also put up the best of the panels that we think are up there on the website and in our social channels as well. Yeah. We'll catch you later. Later. Ciao. Ciao.